I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, see, the whole grunge thing never grabbed me. Never grabbed me. Too busy with the lads, weren't you? Too busy with Bon Jovi. Marcus went to see Bon Jovi twice because apparently there was something he didn't get the first time. I didn't get the uh, cover of Hallelujah. Oh, really? <laughs> they do that? Did they do that? Fucking hell. <laughs> That's not the worst moment in music history <laughs> apart from Cliff Richard. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to correct you. Oi. Right. Well, let's do it because I want to take the piss out of Andy. So let's get on with it. Let's have Come some uh, fish and chips uh, and a side of mushy peas. <laughs> <laughs> Grab hold of me because I'm your favourite fella, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. FA Cup semi-final weekend is upon us. It's Friday 21st of April. I'm Marcus Speller. Soy Andy Brassel. And I'm Andy Brassel. Hey, we've done it again, Luke Moore. It's Friday. Here we go, baby. We've done it, Andy, not you, <laughs> us. <laughs> I'm, I'm still basking in Thursday nights. It's Europa League. Yeah. I don't want it to be Friday. Where you are, Andy, it's always spiritually Thursday night. Yes, I think so. Conference League, not Europa League. Andy, yeah. you coined that uh, wanky phrase, Thursday's the new Friday, didn't you? Yeah, but in 1998. Yeah. Well, it's still, it's still alive, I when, believe. When you were doing yoga with Goldie. <laughs> He was doing yoga and going back it in the happened. day. And, and he's he... got some incredible That's... stories that he refuses to tell on the football ramble. They're the kind of shoulders he rubs with. Yeah. No, I refuse to tell them unless they're for the Patreons. Oh, I see. I bloody well see. Good well, work. I'll tell you Good what. Work. 
Thank you. We've got a great show for you today, everybody. Let me say. Well, let's, yeah. see, let's see how it goes. Uh, coming up later, uh, <laughs> we've got some uh, FA Cup semi-final chat. But we go to the Europa League first, uh, of course. Manchester United fans, you're not going to get away with that, are you? Three <laughs> nil. Uh, this is what someone said to Harry Maguire. <laughs> oh dear. And David De Gea. Uh, regularly throughout the night, three uh, nil to Sevilla. Uh, it ended five two on Ag. Um, hard to think that Manchester United were two nil up and cruising at one point in this tie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that seems like a very long time ago. Remarkable yeah. to think that they should have been two, three, maybe even four goals to the good at the end of that first leg. Um, but they weren't. They drew it to all. And to be honest with you, the way the, 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 the crowd were, the way Sevilla played, and the mistakes Manchester United made, I don't think it would have mattered, Andy, if they'd have taken a two goal lead into that tie. No, there's that wonderful bit of um, Mark Goldbridge, isn't there, from the, 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 the Why first leg? Him? An early mention. Where he's, uh, where he's he, he sat there going um, at 2 0, going. Well, the thing is, Sevilla could be here all night and they wouldn't score. The thing with these Spanish teams, a lot of them don't have a striker. And obviously, at that moment, uh, Malasia puts puts the ball into his own net. Obviously, I didn't need a striker in that in that it's first game. He shouldn't be critical of Spanish teams because haven't haven't they've Spanish... knocked out like six times in a row? Or something. Yeah, and of yeah. course, Celta were really really close to doing it in the semi final of the Europa League when Mourinho was in charge. Blimey! Well, eight minutes in, and uh, the tone was uh, very much set uh, for this game. And Nesri scored it. But David De Gea passing. Well, people said De Gea shouldn't be giving Maguire the ball there. I understand that, but Maguire... I thought the whole point about Maguire is he is good on the ball. Well, not, I realise he's it's not fast. Single, it's just something people say about M- Maguire him. Maguire ushers him to give him the ball. Yeah, I know, he calls for it. And the mm. thing is, I, I thought... I think myself, he should be able to deal with it. Well, obviously they, they close in on him, but he's got plenty of time to get the ball away or make a pass or even play it back to De Gea or smash it into the stands, which we know he can do, mm. but didn't do any of it. And I thought, was it the player who, from behind him who sort of pickpocketed? No, he can see the play. It's, it's an awful error. And of course, in a game where it's very nicely poised with a side who know their way around this competition, the crowd are, are, are you know, the crowd is pumping, it's an electric atmosphere. Yeah. And you do that and it was just well, no so, way back from there. Sevilla... I mean, you've got to give credit to them. Because massively. They, they hassled and harried and pressed all night, even when they were yeah. quite a few goals to the good. And they've been and they're bad. They're, they're not really good at that. They're bad in La Liga this season. Yeah. You know, they're and not they're, having a good time. And they're bad specifically at pressing generally, are they? Yeah, that's not their thing. They're it's a, too hot they're, to press there. Yeah, yeah. it bloody is. And they're a bit Don't too... even they're pressing there. You guessed it. Yeah. Oranges. <laughs> <laughs> they're a little bit too old for it, if you look at the profile of the team. But what's gone... That's a damning assessment of the Mandy. What's, what, what is... It's facts. But, they're not like in their sixties, are they? But what's what's you're worked, too old to be running around now. What's worked really well for them in the last week is a United gifting them away back into the time. Mm. Well, they they really took that with both hands. I thought in the last 20, 25 minutes of that, yeah. they, they took a few little gambles that they weren't sure that they were going to take at kickoff. Then they got that great result of Valencia on Sunday, which means they're pretty much safe from relegation. But that's the thing, they've been in a relegation battle. Which, which affects the team that they picked in this game. Because the team that they picked in the first game handed the initiative to United in the first place, if we're talking about handing initiatives mm. back and forth. But it shows yeah. you where their priority was in that first leg. Absolutely. It's, it's completely Absolutely. focused on surviving uh, La Liga, which again is such a damning assessment of Manchester United in this tie. Mm. And I'll tell you another damning assessment of them is that like Jaden Sancho had quite a quiet night. Very quiet. Against a 37-year-old 
Hang Jesus on, you're Navas. having a go at Andy's talking about their ages, and now you're piling in. Well, I actually, in full yeah, disclosure, come on, Jesus, get pressing. Full disclosure, <laughs> yeah. Andy, who actually knows about football, right. said that. Yeah. I instinctively said, oh, I'm not sure about that. Then I looked it up while he was talking <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Turns out he was spot on. Yes. So I'm just trying to move past but that. Maybe now. people are just a bit, they, they can still, I mean, Wakin is. Uh... Navas is 37. He's not even a defender. But how old and is he? He's playing uh... right back for them. But Wakin's down there. He's at Real Betis and has been. For, for... How, long, how old yeah, is he? 40? 41. Announced his retirement this week. There you go. Oh, you see, why was he announced his retirement? It seemed like he was having a lovely time, yeah. Well, because he's 41 and he's probably thought, mm, still, you know, see that May night ago. I've still, <laughs> bit, I've still got a bit left in the tank. <laughs> I'm saying, I've moved to the Premier League, <laughs> there's something in the oranges down there, yeah. Is all I'm saying, yeah. It was, it was, it was a really good performance by Sevilla. I think Paul Scott made the point afterwards when he was with our, with our pal Jules. He said, um, uh, partly because he didn't want to talk about how bad May United were, because he obviously does take these things quite personally and he's quite a dour man, yes. But he said, something I agree with, which was that you've got to give credit to Sevilla. He said, I, I, I think that Sevilla, in this atmosphere at home, mm. would have beaten most teams tonight. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably fair. Well, they were very they good. They were so in, up for it, weren't they? They were very good, at, despite their form this season domestically. They were very good in the other home legs against PSV and Fenerbahce, who were not push over opposition mm. in the knockout stages. These we, are scouts. We, we, have to, we have to say that. Yeah. I mean, before, get, before, sorry, go on. I was about to say the third goal, David De Gea. You know, his contract... Uh, Very hard to see what he was trying to do. Well, I think he was trying to control the ball, perhaps. I don't know. I thought that, yeah. It was reported this week that he will accept um, or he will take a huge pay cut to sign a new contract at Manchester United. Yeah. Which, you know, I think is Tell justified. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I don't know what the, what the angle is there. Because if you're him, are you thinking, I want to stay at United because I'm not going to be able to sign for an equivalent big club elsewhere? Because Probably. If, if, you're, if you're Ten Hag, you're thinking... I want a goalkeeper who can actually play the ball. How much would he love Anana, for example? Mm. Yeah, great keeper. Yeah. Um, can I ask you just, you know that um, that massive um, Harry Maguire branded um, England drum you've got in your house? <laughs> Is that still being played or you put it back in the cupboard under the stairs now after last night? Finally? It wasn't branded Harry Maguire. He's on there with some of the other players. Well, I was, Before we came in here, I said, yeah. are, you, are you are you now at least thinking that Tamore can be a little bit hard done by after what's happened this last week? And you I, said, yeah. I think so. I mean, but the mistake he made um, last night, what, what, what was the badge on the shirt? Wasn't the three lines? No, was it wasn't it? the three lines no, exactly. No, okay. As we all know, that transforms him Indeed, into some kind of all... like Franco Baresi type <laughs> character. <laughs> That's all I care about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so until that happens, um, you know, we'll still uh, still fight the good we'll, fight. We'll still you? have that gamble, I think. Yeah. So yes, I mean, Sevilla, Andy, do, do you fancy them for this competition? I mean, they do bloody love it, don't they? Always. Stick yeah. your neck but, out, Andy. Do you think there's a chance at some point Sevilla might win the Europa League <laughs> <laughs> again? Yeah. Or what about Jose Mourinho's Roma? Come on. Yes. Come on. Well, that was a European night a la Mourinho and then some. That oh, was very, mate, very enjoyable. I, I... He first got spoken to by the ref after three and a half minutes. <laughs> I mean, everyone's just seen him, you know, the footage of him revving up the crowd yeah. at the end. That's but what I saw. He, he was in it for the whole 120 I, I, minutes I, plus stoppages. I, 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 was I, watching, I was obviously watching this to be a Man United game. And as the game finished, I thought, I'll just see what's happening in the Roma game. So I typed oh, in Roma into Twitter. And that's the first thing I saw. Yeah, it was just... like it was like just looking out the wind, opening the curtains, looking at your back garden. It's yeah. exactly what you expect. <laughs> there to you see. go. Yeah. Remember, his his assistant got sent off for uh, clothes lining one of the. That was weird. He should not <laughs> have been doing that. Phone mm. uh, or place. Yeah, but it, it was it was said that, that I, I I saw it promoted as uh, he. Uh, he, he he hit the player. It nah, was, he uh, it was Santi Jimenez. He gave him a slap. He didn't. He sort of 
tried to get round him to get the ball, ended up grabbing him around the neck. And Jimenez stayed on the floor for like a really quite indecent amount of time. He held, he stayed on the floor holding his face for a good two and a half minutes. I saw that. And that's what a lot of players do do these days. But there's no way that a, a, a member of the coaching staff should have been uh, doing that. Oh, and that is, that, is, that is Mourinho as rabble rouser par excellence. Like, if Mourinho wasn't the manager, yeah. there's no way that assistant's no, done. I, I mean, he's Phil Thompsoning for his Gerard Julio there, Big isn't time. He? Every day they're yeah, shuffling. He's Sammy right. Lee to Roy Hodgson. Oh, that, they are yes. shuffling, baby. Indeed. There's Werbers being unwrapped all over the place. <laughs> he's unwrapping the Werbers in his yeah. pocket with one hand for Jose and he's fucking headlocking the player Damn in the number right. But on a night like that, when it's so chaotic, when it's so atmospheric, when Mourinho brings on Dybala, who can hardly run because he's half fit to save the game for them, and he saves well, it's a, the game. It's a lovely goal as well. It's a brilliant Dybala. goal that no one else on the pitch could score. We, we should say, by the way, that, that of course they beat um, Feyenoord 4-1 after extra time on the on the night yeah. and, and, and go through because Feyenoord, you know, 1-0 to Roma and then Feyenoord equalised late on. I remember thinking, oh, I really thought this was going to end 2-0 and then late goal into extra time and there but it they're, is. But they're, they're, they're trying to save their half-fit players and actually Dybala and Abraham, who was brilliant as well when he came on and was also not properly fit, mm. came on and, and changed the game. But that, that moment at the end where Mourinho's revving it up and we've, we've talked about it before, especially on OTC, about how Mourinho's done something incredible and fill the stadium there. When he's at the heart of that, why would he want to go somewhere else? Why would he want to go to yeah. PSG where he everyone's is. going to think he's a twat after yeah. two or, weeks? Or, or Chelsea, Handy. Yeah. In that, in, in that scenario, he is fucking Bane. Indeed. He is just Bane. He's like, yeah. been Caesar. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And it's perfect for him. It is, and absolutely it's great perfect. To, great to watch. It is, and uh, and they're on the mark. Pop so. someone in the eye. Yeah, oh, that's the semi-final stuff. But before, yeah. we, <laughs> he's, before he's we get to Xabi the Alonso's, Xabi Alonso's buying Leverkusen exactly. in the semi-final, yeah, which, exactly. is, which is a lovely old job. And we, we previously asked if Mourinho could win the Europa Conference League, then the Europa League, and then the Champions League in consecutive seasons. Patrick on Twitter replies to that suggestion, this would bring about the end of football. I'd have to bleach my eyes and gum my ears up <laughs> if that happened. I'll speak as someone who's watched football um, for yeah, 30 plus years. Yeah. Right? I've had a lovely time doing it. You and I have done that. We have both done that. Mm. And Andy's done more than that, probably. Yeah. But if, if Mourinho did that, <laughs> yeah. I'd, be, I'd be in favour of just stopping football. Would you? So that's done now. It's done. Let's go and do something else about that. I think I'd be all right with it. I'd get know. into snooker. Sometimes when you get older, you just you like that familiarity. No, I'm saying for a good thing. Yeah, I'm okay. saying Mourinho's coming. He's come in as he's a manager. He's, he's, a, he's perfected it. He yeah. can't get better than that. Let's all there crack you go. on. You got to, You got to admire it. They sit fourth mm. in Serie A. He's having a lovely old time. And also, they sit fourth that. in Serie A. Yeah. And in quite, I mean, without getting off topic too much, in what I would describe as quite a lot of instability given that Juventus have just been re-awarded what 15 points in the, right. in the middle of the season I know I know. it's absolutely it's clownish yeah, it's I, clownish I, I'd like to someone to just have another look at that yeah I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying that I know anything about the corruption that may or may not be happening in that part of the world and with that club um, but what I am saying you is, can raise an eyebrow but can, but can we just at least mm. limit these kind of things to the off season <laughs> like so they start the season with this uh, or whatever they don't you can't do it in the middle of a season well they have they have done exactly. it's Juventus Luke yeah it's true they yeah. deserve those 15 <laughs> points back okay um, before we get to, to the FA Cup semi-finals we have to mention um, another side who scored four goals last night bloody West Ham yeah in the Europa Conference League it's remarkable considering the lack of sort of goals and good results lovely goal and, for Ducky Rice oh, yes and Antonio got a couple yeah it was a hell of a performance I mean they were relentless in attack what Get that into the Premier League, Dan. Well, they Moisen. can't because it's a far higher standard. <laughs> That's the thing. I'll it's tell you what. It's much easier playing Ghent yeah. than it is playing fucking Arsenal. If you were David Moyes, would you take relegation but a European trophy? 
You got it, wouldn't you? Yeah, if I'm David Moyes, I would because I'd probably be off anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, as, yeah, as well that the other best team in the competition, Nice, managed to go out last night. Yeah. Would you fancy West Ham for it? Oh, absolutely. Come but on, I, the I, I, I did all along. I mean, you know. Oh, I did all along. No, but, but seriously, that Jay-Z line about an ant and a sledgehammer. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at the money they've got compared to everyone else in the competition. All right, Andy. The staff they've got. I mean, come on. Yeah, but oh, Marcus has got loads more money than you, and he's, he's not better at this than you. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you've you've got both of those things the wrong way around. <laughs> it's not just about the money, is what I'm saying. It's not just about the money. It's all about that Declan Rice goal. More it's all about Declan. the Gent fan that I saw getting on the overground at Stratford, who, you know, their club Bloody badge hell. is um, someone with, like, the, 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 the feathered headdress but in, in blue and white. Yeah, okay. there, there, there was a guy actually, there was a guy actually wearing that. Was, it, was he? Was, was he really? That's yeah, not... he looked brilliant. My friend Tommy, who lives in um, in East London, he every single time, he's actually a West Ham fan. And uh, he, he has always... Oh, big Tommy Gunn. Yeah, he has, yeah, he has mixed emotions because he's like, oh, it's great that West Ham are in this um, in this competition, but now um, I'd normally like to go for a pint on Thursday and now I can't. Unbelievable. <laughs> another team has taken over the entirety of East London. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right. As promised, we're going to talk about the FA Cup semi-finals happening this weekend. Brighton versus uh, Manchester United is the Sunday game, uh, the bigger game, you would argue. Uh, Brighton going after that first major trophy. The neutrals will be sure excited for them. Be yeah, surely behind them. They've Me played too. wonderful football this season. Um, De Zerbi's doing a fantastic job. And he likes they, a row? That he likes a row. Yeah. Ten Hag doesn't, he's a straight man, isn't he? Exactly. I think De Zerbi will batter him. You, mm, I don't know what Ten Hag's got. Nothing in his locker, I don't think. Do you think? No, nah, he ain't got nothing in his locker. I don't know. He doesn't need to shout. He's got that authority. Yeah. Not well, yeah. Not sure about last night. But. Yeah, true enough. Interestingly, um, uh, Brighton, along with Tottenham, got charged the biggest Premier League fine of the season after De Zerbi and uh, Stellini's touchline bust up. A bit harsh on Stellini. I thought that, yeah. Yeah, it was Stellini's... Uh, he didn't want to be there. No, he was clearly yeah. like, look... De Zerbi oh. even pre-promoted the fight before the game. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to do At this. At some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because he's a fucking wanker. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you that now. And it, and it, that was like, from what I remember, yeah, that was, was the glorious. press conference before the game. It was absolutely glorious, yeah. yeah. And so then, we know what he's like. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, Brighton will hopefully... Um, hope, I hope he properly sullies the FA Cup <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Historic competition. Well, I'd, I'd rather that than, uh, than than a bad refereeing performance, which is, of course, what they got at Tottenham Hotspur. I think it was fairly certain there will be another one of those this yeah, weekend. Oh, I see. <laughs> some game. Well, we, we shall have to see. Uh, Brighton, of course, beat Manchester United 2-1 at the start of the season when Graham Potter was still in charge. Mm, remember oh, him? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but Andy, this is uh, a tie after Manchester United will be licking their wounds after that uh, Europa League loss. Brighton will fancy this. Yeah. They'll be second favourites, but they'll still fancy Although, it. United have been quite good at responding to embarrassments this season. They have. Which is why they're, 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 they're still in the mix for stuff. But, you know, I think honestly, there can't be many people out there who are not Man United fans who wouldn't love to see... Brighton win the FA Cup I, I, I think it would be absolutely fantastic and I think everything that Serbia has done he's just been such a such a boost to the Premier League I, th- I think he's been absolutely brilliant we're talking about his touchline behaviour but the, the way he the way he behaves on the touchline is the way his team plays football it's just totally reckless mm-hmm. I'm here for it I love yeah. it Did you, have you seen any have you seen any signs that for that, they've been running out of steam in a kind of way that maybe Spalletti's Napoli have, like you've talked about before, or do you think they're still kind of going great guns? Because they've only lost one. The game against Spurs, they lost narrowly, didn't they? But yeah, other than that, yeah. they've been very good. Well, they've and they've had Chelsea, eight, of course. They did. And they've had, yeah. at, at Chelsea as well. Yes. And they've only had lost exactly. one in the last six. And they've had eight days to prepare for this game. 
Yeah. You know, which is a, a massive factor at this stage of the season, given what May United have got to come back from a very hot night in Seville where they've got run around. Really. Well, it's, it's, it's the most precious commodity you can have time, not just in terms of rest, but in terms of getting ideas across the, on, 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 <laughs> on the training ground. It's, it's, it's really important. A billionaire can't buy a second of time back. Can he? <laughs> I think we should all think about that. No, that's right. And make sure we enjoy every moment. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, like, uh, that's how Deserby approaches it. Yeah. He wants to enjoy every moment by fucking windmilling. Damn right. Getting his car keys <laughs> in his fist and giving it something. Will he be wearing a hoodie? <laughs> I hope not. Not on a semi-final. This is the, I've got a problem with this. <laughs> I want to talk about I this. I thought you might. So I, I, I feel like for a show... And, and look, I don't necessarily think the semi-final should be at Wembley, but we've accepted that right. they are. But they were years ago in the 90s. Were they? Yeah. The, the, the Gascoigne's uh, free kick against Arsenal, boy's own stuff. That was at Wembley. Chrissy Waddle scoring a great free kick against Sheffield United for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. That was at Wembley. That So I thought they were always at like Highbury or Villa Park or Old Trafford. Or... They have been, but, they, but in that the was 90s... part of the rotation. Yeah, it was. It, there was often a semi-final at... Uh, when, when, when Chelsea beat Newcastle... Um, two one. Yeah, that was at Wembley as well. That was a, a number of years. You've genuinely ago. taught me something here. Yeah? Thanks, man. Um, for the first time in a while. Yeah. And then no, anyway, I just want to say, <laughs> fine, we come back okay. around again. So, yeah. So that's that's a separate point. Uh, we've accepted that's happening now. Anyway, right. I just think it feels like a showpiece event for a team who are going to a semi final for for the first time in a while and haven't won a major trophy before. I feel like for showpiece events, the, the manager should be dressed up a little bit smarter. Well, I, I, I don't agree with that because I think oh. you're you're. Pretending it's the cup final before it's the cup final. But what about the final then, Andy? Well, what are you going to do? Get get a get a shit suit for the semi and get a nice one for the final? I no, don't, don't understand. No, you don't have to do that, Andy. At all. We're the same one. You can smart up a bit. You could maybe we're wear. the same one. Do you get a dry clean? Final. Get it dry clean in between. Oh, Footballers on, and man. managers are superstitious. You know that. But that's the thing that annoys me about the Super Bowl. The coach is the Super Bowl. It's mm. the biggest event in the world sport. They tell us that's bollocks. The coach, but the coaches just wear the the shit, the tracksuits. I don't. So what? They right. can do what they want. Yeah, fine. I know you don't particularly like it, but it's in, it's an important general point I'm making. They're going to dance to Dr. Dre in a suit. That's how you should, exactly how you should be dancing to Dr. Dre. <laughs> You're fucking talking about. I'm lost in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was his Dre character. Um, but yeah, you so, forgot about him, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well played, Sam. Well played. Uh, in the other semi final, Manchester City will be playing Sheffield United. That's on Saturday, the first one, yeah. uh, of course, after Manchester City's impressive um, uh, victory against Bayern in the Champions League quarter final. Uh, Pep Guardiola said, We are exhausted. I don't know how we are going to recover to play against Sheffield United. Play Julian Alvarez and Phil Foden instead, <clears throat> maybe? It's on a knife edge, this one, isn't it? Yeah, I just... <laughs> I don't know how this one's going to go. I think Sheffield United will be rubbing their hands, thinking, well, we can look forward to Manchester United or Brighton in the final. Yeah. Because if they can't recover for it, you know, what are they What are they going to do? Yeah, I don't think that'll be happening, Marcus. I think they'll find themselves a couple of goals down in about 15 minutes. Do you think when Pep says that, do you think he genuinely believes it? Because I don't think he does... When he's sarcastic, he really, really, like, over-exit. At the risk, at, at the risk, at the risk of essentially undermining quite a lot of the content we produce on the show, <laughs> uh, I don't think any of the players listen to anything the managers say in any right. press conference or any kind of public interview. No, but I'm not and sure I they think, do. But I think, I what, think what do you Pep think? could be saying here, we're just we're tired compared to what we were two weeks ago, mm. or what we were like this time last season, or whatever. Or he could just be saying it because he wants to, you know, he wants to make a point that. But Klopp always does that the players are playing too many games, which I actually agree with as a point. I yeah. love it though. When but he's I'm saying, not sympathetic. If I'm going to be sympathetic for anyone, I'm not yeah. going to be sympathetic for Guardiola's Man City. Certainly not. And he says they're tired. Sheffield United are, uh, are going for promotion, and they they will. The um, championship's an absolute slog. Well, they've played 116 games this season already <laughs> in the championship. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, no, they they have played 42 games already. 
already. Remember, Sheffield United are in a decent position. Yeah, they've all been secured promotion yeah, from exactly. the championship. They're nearly there. They need three points from the final four games. So you would very much imagine yeah. that they would get that. Uh, but they will be without Tommy Doyle and James McAtee, who are on loan from Manchester City, as you said, Andy. Um, uh, yeah, FA Cup rules forbid them to play against their parent club, regardless of City's stance. It's which, a funny one, isn't it? Because Joao like, Cancelo played for Bayern, didn't it, he? It's the opposite of the Champions League yeah. because the club can't forbid their the parent club can't forbid their players to play against them. So yeah. it's, it's, it's the exact opposite. It is a bit of a shame. They've been they've they've made in, important contributions, uh, which uh, you know, and if a player's making some contributions and you come up against arguably the best side in Europe you could do with maybe one or two of those contributions, do you know what I mean? But uh, McAtee said for him, it's a win-win for me. Do you really want to hear that if you're a Sheffield United player? <laughs> <laughs> say, say it after the game, yeah, maybe. Right, yeah, right, right, or at yeah. the end of the season. It's like Dubravka going and getting his winner's medal from the League Cup yeah. final. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, the Blades star man is uh, Iliman Indai, who played against England at the World Cup for, for Senegal. Uh, great player. Um, uh, he's done very, very well for them this season. Uh, Ollie McBurney, his teammate, said of Indai, it's easy for me. I just have to give him the ball and he'll dribble past everyone. <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Yeah, he also said, of Indai, he could be whatever he wants to be. Yeah, I mean, sounds like he's doing that. Ollie McBurney, um, sorry for kicking the table there, by the way. That's all right. Ollie McBurney um, uh, once cost uh, almost twenty million pounds. It's, it's funny to think that, isn't it? Like, that Remarkable. Happens, that happens a fair amount where you look back and you go, "Oh yeah, that's like a promoted team." How much was Harry Maguire bought for? Oh no, nah, well listen. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, in hindsight, you might say that. Yeah. Um, Ollie McBurney also speaks very highly of manager Paul Heckingbottom, who's made a hell of a difference since coming into uh, Sheffield United. Quite a modest managerial career before. It's fair that. to say. Yeah, and he took over from Slavisa Jukanovic, who's got great pedigree in the championship. I mean, yeah. I remember his um, Fulham team playing fantastic football down mm. there. Um, it's breaking it, the water down there, wouldn't it? It's yeah. a very classy place. Though, very classy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it didn't work out for him, and Heckenbottom's come in. And of course, last season, well, they were going, they were sort of down the bottom half of the, the championship, and they nearly got to the playoff final, beaten on penalties by Cooper's Forest. Uh, and now, look at them, they're on the brink of um, brink of promotion. And I think um, Ollie McBurney summed it up, uh, his feelings about Paul Hengerbottom saying, everyone knows how much time I have for Hecky. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. It never come up in my mind. Is, is that, has he got the command of the players? I mean, I know. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Hecky. Yeah, but the way he's phrased that, if a player said, I don't know, you don't hear, you know, Vinicius Junior saying, yeah, I've got a lot of time for old Anchi. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Carlo Ancelotti. I know, Andy, yeah. but he's, yeah, I don't know. Will we see Heckenbottom having a cigar with the boys but, once they've but, achieved promotion and the, lifted the FA Cup, maybe? What, Wigan Cup final vibes? Ooh, Luke Moore was there. It's, I was there for that well, final. We need to get you along to this one then. I'm happy to go. Yeah. I'll put myself out. If, no if you've got a spare ticket, um, get Morsey involved. Yeah, get me involved. Um, I don't think so, personally. I, no. think it's, I think it's very difficult to see to make any argument for Sheffield United. But Mansi are really tired. Yeah, they've got no... I've read that apart from Nathan Ake, who might be listed as doubtful, they've mm. got no people unavailable. <laughs> and Sheffield United have got about eight injuries. And two. We well, know no, two. You know, including the two that... Uh, if you count the two that are missing out on because oh, they're, they're cup-tied. So, yeah, it's difficult to make an argument for it. I think Could that, they bring um, on Sean Bean? I think, on. I, think, <laughs> I think the guy the Sheffield United fan on Twitter the other day who summed it up well by uh -huh. staging some kind of uh, mock kidnapping of Erling Haaland that, that was, was excellent that yeah. was if you haven't seen that then yeah. do seek it out it's the best chance they've got we surely will see Sean Bean in the crowd will we? 
I would like to think so. Some members of Def Leppard, I believe. If it, one thing we do know, yeah. some members of Def Leppard. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> is, that all, is that all you can think of? He supports Sheffield United. Well, I thought about Jarvis Cocker, I thought he didn't like football. <laughs> Arctic Monkeys. Oh, they'll be away on tour somewhere. Yeah, um, I think that um, if we don't see Sean Bean in the crowd... Um, Tracksuit top. Or, or if Sean Bean is in the crowd... He's and brought the his shin pads. And, and the cameraman it. doesn't pick up on it. Yeah. That cameraman is an absolute... Bastard, <laughs> <laughs> camera bastard. We all know in the great, the great drama as yeah. well. If it turns out to be a great drama in this game, yeah. Sean Bean will die before the end. So you've got to bear that in mind as well. <laughs> oh, his penalties, bastard! <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Let's have a quick break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. In football, you've worked with and alongside some of the biggest names in the game, some of the biggest coaches you've come up against as well. Who's been your biggest influence in your coaching career? I think myself. <laughs> Friend of the Ramble, Kay Murray, asking the question there. I thought you were going to say Jose then. Oh, in time, in time. Yeah. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Uh, now, you might remember we read out a tweet from uh, listener Rob 
last week. He said he was listening to the show whilst he was milking, uh, which uh, got us wondering what's the <laughs> most... Milking like a cow? Yeah, of course. Not like, as in, in milk himself. Yeah. I have nipples, Luke. Could you milk me? <laughs> um, uh, Bastard. Another one I'm of my impressions. Um, <laughs> they just keep on coming. Uh, that got us wondering, what's the niche, what's the most niche activity you've ever been doing while listening to the football ramble? Lee Morgan tweeted us, I'm a zookeeper. And I quite often listen at work. I was sexing endangered fish during Jack's Encyclopedia the other day. It's funny, interesting that, because I always feel like whenever I'm playing Jack's Encyclopedia yeah. against Andy, I might as well be sexing endangered fish. <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of joy I get. But if, it was, if, if, my, if my track record is anything yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. they'd all die out. Indeed. So be careful what you wish for. I don't know. Mind how you go with those fish. Uh, this one from Pearl Barley. Good name. Seems unlikely that's their real name. Well, and let me uh, tell you what uh, Pearl has tweeted in. On surveillance in the back of an observation van. <laughs> <laughs> nice to know the streets are safe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd love more of those. I'd yeah. love a lot more of those. We would love more of them. Thank you very much. Right. Do you get to, you get to do that easy when you arrest someone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear me. At Football Ramble on Twitter, of course. Get your uh, nonsense in. We lost our um, tick, by the way. Did we? Yeah. Did, I, did the old musketeer old... take it away? <laughs> he did, yeah, he did. <laughs> Why did he do that? Uh, wanker. Yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't it? I don't think there's any more to explain. Occam's razor. I think he might be a bell end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Show me your evidence. Yeah. Uh, Right, back to the Premier League, everybody. Uh, Saturday, 3pm. There's a big one. There's a big one in the bottom half of the table. Leicester City host Wolverhampton Wanderers. Nine points separate Leicester in 19th with Wolves in 13th. I've said for a little while that I fancied Wolves to get out of it, and that seems to be the case um, as they've... uh, picked up a couple of uh, important wins back-to-back and they are now um, seven points above the relegation zone. But as Julian Lopetegui himself said recently, we are in the middle of the river. We have a lot of crocodiles around us. You achieve your aim when you achieve it. <laughs> inspiring stuff. Oh, he, he, thought to, he thought to himself, who's the best player I can sign that would happily wrestle crocodiles for me? Diego Costa. Yeah. Because <laughs> he not, ain't playing any fucking not, football. Not, not he's like, no. he's I don't think he's got the fight in him these days. He's just, he, he's just running around thinking, yeah, this is great. Bait. He's bait then. He's, <laughs> he's a massive meal. And I'll speak of someone myself who's yeah, a massive meal. He's a massive meal. <laughs> Competition winner Diego Costa. Yeah. Get yourself in that fucking river now. Damn right. If you want to help us, yeah. you can sacrifice yourself to some crocodiles. I think that's what he's doing. Um, but he got a goal the other the other game. Oh, and he, that was the only way he was scoring this season. What? Sticking the ball in the back of the net? Of course it is. Having the ball rammed against his foot and it flying back behind the defender into the net. They all count. They do. Yeah. They all count. Tell Harry ma- Maguire that. It doesn't matter if you do what Johnny did and smash it in from an angle like that or you do what Diego Costa did. It's just one goal. You fancy to pick up some more goals before now and the end of the season, do you? What, Diego specifically? You said to me earlier, it's not, he's not even nuisance value. Is it? <laughs> so I don't know why you're changing your tune now. I, I think that it's, uh, it's a lovely old job for Costa. I don't really see what Wolves are getting out of it other than the old ricocheted goal here and there. Um, but, uh, but could he fire them to safety, Andy? Uh, no, other players will do it. Yes. I, I do love that. I'm, I'm trying to work out where Lopetegui is coming from with right. that thing about the, the crocodiles. I'm thinking he imagines himself as Roger Moore in Live and Let Die. Oh, good reference. Sort of dancing across all the crocodiles to, yeah. to, to get off that, that farm. Have you seen the actual footage of the guy doing that? Is he, did he do it in real life? Yeah, obviously not Roger Moore. No, Stunt double, but a guy actually did it, and there's like a couple of takes where he stumbles and falls, and the crocs have a snip at him. Wow, yeah, genuinely, it's, it's worth wow. uh, checking that out. That is crazy. Yeah. I, I think, um, by the way, at the risk of sounding vaguely controversial, 
It, wolves already are safe, aren't they? Okay. We talk about fire and I safety. I wanted to talk a bit about live and let die before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They've got thirty. You are the Baron Samadhi of uh, a different <laughs> uh, They've got. They've got. Lovely th- to hear his name. <laughs> yeah, they've got thirty-four points already, and you look at the amount of teams beneath them. Um, you realistically, they're going to be. Um, they're going to be fine. Yeah, you. Um, you would think the the big issue is for Leicester God, for a couple blimey. of reasons. Obviously, because their form is exactly the kind of form you don't want to be in mm. going from um, from February through to, to April. And that two-month period mm. from you know the middle of Feb to where we are now, they haven't won a single game. Lost four on the bounce as yeah, well. Yeah, and um, this, is the, this game against Wolves at home is the first of three where you go, right, this is what we need to be targeting. Yeah. Um, Wolves Agreed. at home, Leeds away, Everton at home. Yeah, uh, If they don't get you know six points out of those, they are probably yeah. going to be relegated which yeah. is extraordinary really I mean we've seen some teams with very good squads relegated from the Premier League before but this would be the best squad to be relegated from the Premier League in recent memory I think that's right yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it clearly there are some holes in it and there are some defensive issues that, that haven't been fixed for for quite a long time and defence has, has, has been their problem throughout this season I think this is why this game is so vital for them yeah. because Wolves are not exactly goal-scoring mavericks, are they? No. So you should at least, even Leicester should have a decent but chance of keeping a clean them. sheet here. So, yeah. Leicester, Leicester this, have scored this more, has got to be one for them. Leicester have scored more than any other side in the bottom half of the table. And that, yeah. uh, that so they bloody should. And that Look at the wage bill they're running. And that does include uh, Chelsea, of course. Yeah. But uh, And their goal difference, I mean, that is, we say it's like an extra point, but you've got to earn the right to make it You've got to get the action. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dean Smith and Shakespeare and and, uh, former dad of the year, John Terry, um, they apparently have lifted the mood there because it really was quite sour under Rodgers, you know, by the time he he left. So we're expecting maybe a little something. But I think people are pinning quite a lot of their hopes on the idea that Leicester ended the Man City game quite positively. Yeah. I.e. they scored a goal quite late. And should have they had quite a few that. more chances. But it was irrelevant because the game was done. Exactly. Yeah. The game was done. Man City had a big big assignment ahead of them. Um, Took they, all their best players off. Exactly. So I, I don't know if you want to read too much into that, but I do think, it, for me, if they don't get six points out of these next three games, they're going to be relegated. And if you look at the players that occupy yeah. the front five <clears> or six <throat> positions in that team and who will likely start the game against Wolves, that is a scandal. No less yeah. than a scandal. Indeed. Um, gentlemen, at Sunday, 2pm, Newcastle host Tottenham Hotspur. Big game in the uh, the race for uh, the top four. Spurs are currently three points behind uh, the Geordie boys, of course, who are in fourth uh, themselves. Uh, Tottenham have not had a great season, despite uh, still um, competing for uh, the Champions League spot. Spurs fans have been through the ringer, it's fair to say, with managerial appointments and so on and so forth and, and a sort of a perceived lack of, of hope with regards to improving the side and, and, and trying to play a bit of football. A lot of them have talked about how a lot of fans, they, they want Pochettino, they're pining for Pochettino mm. uh, to come back. And of course, the news uh, broke recently that Chelsea have reportedly held initial talks with Maurizio Pochettino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does he, does he, have they not suffered enough? It's poor form for Poch to even be doing that, I think. And I, I, He's trying to... Levy, I why, will go to them. Why? Has he got to sit there in his yellowing wedding dress waiting for <laughs> Levy to call him? Well, He's got to get a job at some point, is not he? But he's already managed at Spurs and he's quite well liked there. Mm. I know it went sour towards the end, but he managed him to a Champions League final in quite dramatic fashion. Yes. The kind of things that... So know, he can never take another job at a London club? I don't think I don't think you I think you even you know I'm not saying that Andy. 
And I think that's been that's the kind of thing I would say <laughs> in my role as anti Brassel. Yeah. Um, which our listeners should have termed me by now, by the way. Mm. I'm full up and sitting around waiting for that nickname to take off. So I'm just doing it myself. Um, but that's not even the funniest thing of the week for Spurs. It isn't. The funniest thing for the week at Spurs is like Fabio Paratici gets yeah. his um, gets his uh, sanction. Yes. So he can no longer do the job he needs to do. Mm. But presumably, he feels there's some kind of case there. He's been felt hard, quite hard done by. And what he thought he'd do mm. and what the, the whole situation calls for clearly was some kind of appeal. Yeah. If, 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 the, if the idea was that it wasn't that cut and dried, mm. you could go to some kind of appeal process because <laughs> yeah. you can know, listen, I want to make my representations Absolutely, here. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I've been hard done by. Yeah, and, uh, and Daniel Levy presumably knew about that and was part of that and, yeah. and, he, and he gets the verdict and his appeals generally are quite positive. Well, they can take quite a while as well. It's, an, it's, it's, it's impossible to imagine a negative because the worst thing that can happen is they go, now we're upholding the original decision. Yeah. yeah. He's had to resign to that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got worse. I can't do anything now. Barely did the appeal go through and they were yeah. like, oh no, go away. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we've made our decision. It's uh, it's he, he wants to uh, the great the the, uh, the actual statement is amazing because <laughs> Fabio has consequently taken the decision to resign from his position at the club with immediate effect to focus on his legal position. <laughs> it's, it's amazing that Spurs have framed that as you said, we've been taking no action on this. Well, we have been taking no action on this. It's his decision. Yeah. It's, it's nothing to do with us. Oh, but do you know what? We, we'd probably keep him, even though he's banned from everything, but he's resigned. <laughs> the only thing that could be better is if he re- rehashed the thing he did before when he got this banned in the first place and last night did an interview saying how much he was looking forward to next season. <laughs> I know. No sooner did he kind of seem yeah. to have taken charge of operations. It's, no, another one's gone. Yeah. So who, who picks the next coach? Charlie Kane? Yeah, man. Must be. I hope so. It's, it's going to be the statue of uh, Harry Kane's going to pick the next one. Well, that's right. Apparently, uh, Daniel... it's like one of those statues that people go to, Catholic people go to. Yeah, <laughs> get an answer. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, it seems like it seems like the statue of Harry Kane, the holy statue of Harry Kane, saying that we should go for um, for Chris Armstrong. Well, this is <laughs> the statue's crying. <laughs> Chris Armstrong. Um, uh, yeah, this is of course you're talking about Daniel Levy, who was speaking at. Uh, at uh, Cambridge University's debating society, and he stated that uh, being a legend is also important uh, for, for for Harry Kane, presumably, and he hopes to build a statue of Kane one day. Again, what that is a negotiating tactic, isn't it, Harry? If you stay, <laughs> there'll be a statue. Um, yeah, he's also backed Harry Kane to win a trophy at Spurs. You can't even get that sentence out, can you? <laughs> yeah, Why do we have to? I, I feel quite resentful doing this job that we have to keep talking about Harry Kane winning the trophy at Spurs. I know. When it happens, we'll talk about it. He's, he's genuinely more likely to win a trophy at England. And he's been close. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's, yes. that's true. Yeah. And I also think that... The that's, stra- that's how bad it is. He's got to rely on winning a trophy but for England. The statue thing as well isn't even quite the gimme that I think Levy thinks it is because he should get a trophy anyway. A, a statue anyway. Yeah. Should, I mean, I mean, for <clears> what he's done there, yeah. and he's their all-time leading goal scorer, yeah. he'll probably become the all-time leading <clears throat> Premier League goal scorer, you'd yeah. expect. So he should get a statue anyway. What if he moved to Arsenal? Less likely to get one then. Or went to Chelsea. What if he moves to Arsenal after he gets the statue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard to see how it gets worse from Spurs, for Spurs, as the listeners could probably I'm tell. I'm telling you, if, if Poch brings him to Chelsea, that's how it gets worse for Spurs. That's never going to happen, is it? You'd oh, talk, that's, that's not going to happen, is it? 
Well, it's not going to happen, Marcus. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But anyway, that's enough of that. Um, let's talk about uh, Betfair's popular bet builder. Uh, select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app, and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. Every Friday on the previous show, we build our own ramble popular bet builder. This week, it's a Bet5, Get5 special as well, which is very exciting because that means if you bet £5 on this weekend's fixture, you will also be rewarded with a £5 free bet courtesy of Betfair. Ooh. This weekend's Bet5 Get5 fixture is Brighton v Man United on Sunday. The aforementioned mm. big moment for Brighton fans. Yeah, oh yeah. And also a big moment for Man United fans as well, I think. Uh, Marcus, <coughs> um, who's your first pick? Marcus Rashford to score. I think it's a, it's a fairly obvious one. We're expecting one, him to be past fit, are we? We are, and uh, and I expect him to score. He he's, he's enjoying the big occasion for Manchester United this season. He's scoring a lot of goals, and he'll be back from injury, and he'll be wanting to uh, put all those wrongs that Manchester United did I've in suffered. severe. Yeah, indeed. Uh, put the At right. the hands of Harry Maguire. <laughs> and David <laughs> I think I like to think a lot of the players went into the dressing room after that Seville game and went up to Harry Maguire and said, you are wronging us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on. Uh, Marcus Rufford to score then. Nice one. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, nice to have a Marcus in there, of indeed. course. Indeed. Um, mm. should, should legally mention. Very, very important as part of the... Uh, yeah, the terms you've got on your contract to do this show, isn't it? That's that right, yeah. So that at least three times a month. Uh, Andy, who have you got? I've gone for Solly Marsh, and you have to say his full name at all times. Yeah. It is, again, the law. Solly Marsh to assist any time. One of the most important Brighton players under De Serbi. He identified him really early as someone he wanted to lean on really heavily, and he's been good to his word. I think it's a good pick, and I'll just follow up by saying he simply should be in the England squad. Agreed. Uh, that's how highly I rate him. Um, Jim's up next, but he's not here today, as you may have noticed by now, but he had this to say. I'm going to go for over 2.5 goals because I think this one's going to be a little bit of a barn burner, and um, you can't burn a barn without goals. I don't know. I think over 2.5 goals. There we go. <laughs> I actually agree with Jim. Um, not that you can't burn a barn without goals, but I agree that it will be a good game. Um, so he's gone for over two and a half goals in the game. And uh, my final pick is both teams to score in the first half. Ooh. I think we're going to have a very, very fast start to this game. I think it means a lot to both teams. And Brighton's style is all action. So to me, that says there'll be some goals in the first half. So I've gone for both teams to score before the break. So in summary, Marcus Rashford to score. Solly March to assist any time. Over two and a half goals in the game and both teams to score in the first half. A £5 bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns £101.88 exactly. And if we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. We'll be back with another round of Betfair's popular bet builder on Monday ahead of the midweek Premier League games because we've got midweek Premier League next week. Uh, exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. 18 plus only. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. And now it's time for this. Oh, you <laughs> Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we can't have Marcus not defend his title, can we? No. So, Luke um, wants a shot. I do. I, I didn't actually want a shot. I didn't. I wasn't bothered about who presented it, me or you, Andy. But they gave it to you, so I'm happy to do it. Okay, here we go. The Apollo Creed of football ramble. <laughs> Living in America. That's me. There we go. Well, we'll see if you've got the minerals for it, shan't we, over the, the next alert. little while. I haven't. Um, <laughs> as you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's a simple game of categories. I'll give you all a category, and all you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category. But if you're going too slow, I'll play Gary Neville's Goalgasm, which will give you about seven seconds. Something like that, yeah. 
Well, that yeah. feels like about one. It does, yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's like the Berry version of Yusu and Dor, yeah. basically. Anyway, first category, and it's going to be Luke first. Yes! <laughs> Players in either starting 11 for Wigan's FA Cup win over Manchester City, oh, which we referenced earlier, their FA Cup final win over Manchester City. Um, again, spoiler alert, 22 players yeah, to choose there. from. So can you just repeat the question? Players in either starting either 11, starting 11. Okay. for Wigan's oh, FA Cup final win over Manchester City. Okay. Luke Moore, take it away. I was actually at the final. I know. So this is were. embarrassing. Uh, I can't even fucking remember who scored. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for. Oh no, Sergio Aguero. That's all I want. You know what? That's literally all I hope for to get one. Yeah, um, David Silva, <laughs> Joe Hart. It's Torres. Oh. Very good. Well done. Well done. Very good. Yaya Toure. Oh for fuck's sake. I'll tell you what, there are a lot of Wigan fans going absolutely mad at this. I can, I can picture the face of the guy who scored the winner for Wigan and I can think of his first name and I can't think of his second name. Come on. Um, I'll go for... Um, Carl Walker. Ben Watson. That's it. Bastard. Absolute... As Sean Bean would say... Not a star. Oh, not a starter. Oh, great. How that about great. that? You're back in the game. Whoa, what a roller coaster this Blimey. is. Incredible scenes. I'm amazed he didn't start. Yeah. He must have come on and scored the winner. I'm going to have to hurry you up, Morzo. Um, it's Torres oh! to give Chelsea. Ali Al Habzi. <laughs> Good. Oh. I thought he might have been the keeper. Uh, Gareth Barry. Ah, point to spell that. Point to spell that. I can't believe Ben Watson didn't start. It was the first name I wrote down, actually. Was it right? <laughs> I remember his goal. I remember vividly seeing yeah, it. Yeah, lovely goal. Live action, yeah. Mm. All right. right. Oh, this is so. I think there's too many to go through, so don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is so FA Cup themed. There are a lot of possible answers here. So I expect a better job, fellas, for okay. this one. Teams that have reached an FA Cup semi final since the year 2000, there are 32 possibilities. Oh, I like that. I like that. Takes out the trap spells. So is it teams that have gone... If teams that have reached an FA Cup semi-final since 2000. So if they go on to get to the final, that still counts? They've not been knocked yes. out of the semi-final? Yes. Okay, yeah, good to clarify that. Yes. At Manchester City. Um, I'll start off with an easy one. Uh, Portsmouth. <laughs> Manchester United. Um, Liverpool. Brighton. Nice. Sheffield United. Ah, Cotton Don. <laughs> Everton. Um, okay. See, this is how the game's meant to be played up St until this point. Stoke City. Ooh, like that. Arsenal. Um, Watford. Well played. Southampton. I worried there, actually. It's definitely um, just a bit. Since 2000, you say. I will go with West Bromwich Albion. Ooh. Uh, well, I'll go for West Ham. I'll go for Millwall. Oh, this is great Jack's encyclopedia ring. Yeah. Encyclopedia ring. I'm just pleased to be involved. Chelsea. 
Uh, how about let's go for Cardiff, but oh, Crystal Palace. Oh, that's nice. That is very, very nice. Um, Spurs. Aston Villa. I'm freestyling now. I've got nothing left in the locker. Yeah, you're running out of answers. But you've you done very you well. Say? Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Oh. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Here we go. Gonna have to push you. Crystal Palace. I already said it. Oh, yeah, fuck. Did you already say it? It's right, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah Marcus Speller wins. Fuck's sake. You could have had Wolves. You could have had Leicester City. You could have had Wigan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wigan Wanderers. Sunderland, Reading, Middlesbrough, Leicester, Hull, Fulham, Bolton, Barnsley, Blackburn. Yeah. Uh. There we go. Oh, no, no. So there you go. We gave an all right account of ourselves there. Very, very, very good. We're going to do the last one for fun. Yeah. I, I wouldn't steal it off you, Jimmy, to the B. No. Yeah. Um, players who've scored 30-plus goals in a single Premier League season. Ten players. Ooh. Uh, it's me to go first, isn't it? it yes, is. it is. Um, Shearer. Cristiano Ronaldo. Thierry Henry. Luis Suarez. Erling Haaland. It's perfect. <clears throat> Robbie Fowler. Ooh. Oh, you got your little consolation there. Oh, I had um, the other ones I had in the locker were Andy Cole. Yes. And uh-huh. Mo Salah. Yes. Ah, big Mo. Yeah. Should have got that. Uh, that's it. Harry Kane, Robin Van Persie, Kevin Phillips. Of Super course, Kevin Phillips. The great forgotten man. European of, goal of, boot. Goal scorers I really in the thought Fowler had done that. I'm disappointed. 2-1. It, feels, it does really... Can I just say, yeah. thanks to Andy for hosting the game. Thanks mm-hmm. to everyone for listening. That really does feel like a consolation. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy to the B, do your stuff, pal. Um, you beautiful man. Right. Uh, that's it. We've reached the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Do follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app, of course. There we are, everybody. The keys are in the lock. You can get hear... them out then. Oh, okay. Do you know what? I'm going to change tact. I am. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to recommend Pitbull this weekend. I mean, you've already got that. I want a bit of hot chocolate. Oh, I believe in miracles, <laughs> in, yeah. baby. In the car the other day, I turned on the radio and all I heard was bow, 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 bow. <laughs> because you forgot to put the Bon Jovi CD in. <laughs> Wait, everyone's a winner. That's all you heard. Everyone's a winner. Actually, Hager was, shut through the heart. <laughs> you put the best of Bon Jovi on the lovely. CD again. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. Look, as James McAtee said, it's a win-win. And in other words, as Hot Chocolate would say, everyone's a winner, baby. <laughs> I love, that, that's how positive Marcus's outlook is ahead of the weekend. He sees a genuine choice yep. between Hot Chocolate and Bon Jovi and says, that's a win-win. <laughs> uh, that's Most a win people go, I'm putting the ramble on. Oh, let them. Yeah. All, all three at once. Why yeah, not? Yeah. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Andy Brasson. Thank you. Thank you, Hot Chocolate. We'll see you later. <laughs> Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.